as he spoke to me when I was reading uh, this message for your heart. So please, open your heart now, open your mind, and pay attention what God wants to speak to you. Amen? Amen. Just I'd like to pray. If you can close your eyes, just one more prayer. Hallelujah, Jesus. Blessed be your name, Father. We are here in your presence. We worship your name. We prayed. We, we gave thanks to you because you are good. How good things, great things you have done among us. We are so happy. And now we'd like to empty ourselves. Less of us and more of you. More of your word, more of your Holy Spirit, more of your presence on us right now. Speak to us through your message. Change our hearts. Bring life. Bring restoration. Bring everything that we need to serve you better. In Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Please use this message to touch our hearts. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen, Father. Amen. Hallelujah. So, I ask you, do you watch movies? Yes, probably you watch or you watched before. Yeah. <laughs> But if you do watch movies, you probably seen a scene where someone is closing to die. Yes. And suddenly a doctor comes and checks their pulse or goes up close to their nose. To feel if the person is still breathing. Yes. Why? Because by the breath, they know if the person is still alive or not. By the breath. Yes. And the message today is the breath of God. Can you say it to me? The breath of God. Are you alive? Yes. <laughs> Sure? <laughs> Depends what kind of life, yeah? <laughs> you find out whether you are alive today by the breath of God in you. Amen? <laughs> And without breath, we die. Pay attention. Without breath, we die. Breathing has always been synonymous with life. And look here. Our body can resist many forms of traumas or accidents. Some people in accident, tragedy, they lose their legs, unfortunately, their arms, yes, in tragedies. But they live on. They are alive. But no one can survive without the ability to draw breaths. No one. Without breath, we are effectively dead with a few seconds. You cannot stop to breathe like for two, three minutes. Just a few seconds and you die. And life is a miracle. And every breath we take is a gift from God. Every breath. I have one friend in Brazil that he tried once, just once, <laughs> during the whole day. Every minute of his life, he tried to give glory to God. So he, he put a, a chronometer alarm 
Each minute, man, so hard. Can you imagine one breath? Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. When we born, we are born like Brandon. <laughs> when he was born, one of the first thing that he did, what? Breathe. And in my life, in your life, one of the last thing we're gonna do, breathe. <laughs> do you know when some some person he's closing to die, he gives the last breath and finish. It's gone. We need the breath of God to live. Without breath, you die. The Bible says in Job chapter 33, verse 4, The Spirit of God has made me. The breath of the Almighty gives me life. Job is declaring us here a truth. We have life because the breath of the Almighty, Almighty God, is in us. And from the beginning... We hear about the breath of God in the Bible and how it's so important to us. I'd like to tell you right now about the breath of God. In the beginning, God created the earth. You know the story, yes? Animals, lights, stars, moon. But also He created the man. He made man. And look what He did in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. Then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground. And breath into his nostril, nose, the breath of life. And the man become a living being. Today we're going to discover different types of God's breath on the Bible. And I'd like to show some of them right now. The first, it's a lesson. The breath of life. You need the breath of life. Why? When God was creating Adam from the dust of the ground, he was only a clay doll, you know? The Bible says that God, he got some dust from the ground, yes? And he started to create like a clay, a, a clay doll. And he was ready there with no life. But he was ready. The Bible says that. He had everything of a man, a body, Arms, legs, head, eyes, but he was on the ground, lifeless. Pay attention. He had everything, but he was lifeless on the ground. He was perfect, but there was one thing missing. Life. Then the Bible says what? God breathed. God breathed. Into his nostrils, the breath of life. He had everything. He had an arms, legs, eyes, head, body, but no life. Then God looked to him and said, I'll give you life right now. And breathe into Adam's nostrils. And he received life. And what the lesson we can have here? You can have a body. You can have health. You can walk, you can think, but if you don't have the breath of life, if you don't have Jesus Christ, you are dead. This is why I asked you, are you alive? 
If you don't have the breath of life, if you don't have Jesus Christ, you are like a living dead. He has a body, but no purpose. And I know many people that they are here on earth, they are walking, they are working very hard. They are businessmen, businessmen. <laughs> they have family, they have everything, but they have no life. Because they don't have the breath of life. People without God have no life. They cannot enjoy the journey. They cannot have God's desires on their hearts. Their life has no meaning. But for those who have the breath of life, they can experience joy. If you have Jesus, you can experience the true joy. You can feel happiness. You have hope, you have faith in God, you enjoy life. Even in the midst of storms, in the midst of problems, you can enjoy the journey. You can trust in God because He has given you the breath of life. Amen? Yes. So I ask you again, do you have life? Are you alive? Yes. And I ask you, do you have dreams? Or you are only surviving in this world, just living, with no purpose, no meaning, just being a clay of doll, a clay doll. <laughs> Think about it. Are you enjoying life? You are sure about what God has for you, the, His plan for you? Or are you just existing here? No meaning. No purpose. Just living. Don't forget that. Psalms 144, verse 3 and 4. The Bible says, Lord, what are human beings that you care for them? Mere mortals that you think of them. They are like a breath. Their days are like a fleeting shadow. The Bible says that we are like a breath. 10 years, 20 years, 50 years here on earth, 8 years on earth, what is it compares with the eternity? Just a breath. Just a breath. And sometimes we are trying to enjoy more this life, more this breathing, that come and goes quickly. Then enjoy and be prepared to the eternal life together with Jesus Christ, who can give us the breath of life. And also the Bible says, Psalms 150, verse 6, Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> this is the reason that you are alive. You are not alive to build a business company. You are not alive to work hard to try to take that best car. You are not here to try, I need to work to change my clothes. <laughs> I want to be married to be happy. It's not about that. You are here to praise God through that things. Through these things. The breath of God. So, Today, I hope that you receive the breath of life today. Amen? Yes. 
life, real life upon you, upon me. The first lesson, the second lesson we have in, on the Bible, the breath of restoration. And we sang it before. The first song of our worship, we sang about this passage. Ezekiel chapter 37, verse 1, verse 9, and verse 10. The Bible says, the hand of the Lord was on me. Ezekiel was telling here. The hand of the Lord was on me, on the prophet. And he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley. And what has in this valley? It was full of bones. Then God said to me, prophesy, declare to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, and say to it, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Come, breath from the four winds and breathe into this land that they may live. So I prophesied that he commanded me. And breath entered them. Then they came to life and stood up on their feet like a vast arm. What the Bible says here, the prophet Ezekiel he was living in Babylon in that time. The, the Israel, they were cap captivity, okay, in another, another foreign land. Yes, they were like prisoners there. And God said to Ezekiel, prophesy to these broken people. He was living a hard situation. He was looking to the Israel and they were being destroyed by Babylon. They had no dreams. They were broken. And how God showed it to Ezekiel? God opened his vision. It was a, a spiritual vision here. And God told it to Ezekiel, look, what do you see? What do you see? A valley full of bones. This, it meaning, it's meaning the Israel. They were in a valley without perspective, without dreams. Nothing, no hope anymore, no desires in their hearts because they were prisoners. And God said to Ezekiel, go there and declare, breathe. The four winds <laughs> come and breathe life. And when he said that, the breath of the Lord came and what was bonds become soldiers, a power arm. A vast arm of the Lord. They were restored. They were restored by the breath of God. So today, receive the breath of restoration. And restoration here in the Bible is synonymous with healing. Repair. Returning to a previous state of being. This is the meaning of restoration. And I ask you. From which spiritual disease do you need to be healed? What needs to be repaired within you, inside of you? To what place do you need to return? Restoration. Israel was dead. They had lived far from God because of their sins. They were made captive by another nation. But God heard their prayers. Amen. <laughs> Amen. He came. He answered them. He breathed again over them. And after that, they were restored. Amen. 
So God has restoration for you today. Amen? Maybe at some point you are like Israel in that time. You are part of a, you are in the past a part of a powerful army. People saw God in you. People saw God in you. Miracles happened. You lived a good life with Jesus. But one day you failed. Or one day something went wrong. And as you were once before at the top of the mountain, you were there. Now you are in the valley, full of bones. And you become nothing but bones. You make no more plans. You have no more perspective. You have a life with no meaning anymore. What happened to you? Where is that soldier full of God? It's gone. You in the past, you were happy before. You conquered things, yes? You conquered the temptations. But now you fail. You cannot feel God's presence anymore. All you have are dead bones. But I have great news for you. God, He is here. And He wants to blow the breath of restoration over you. Amen? He wants to lift you up again. He wants to restore your faith, your devotion, your time of prayer, your knowledge of God. He wants to restore the relationship with the Holy Spirit. He wants to breathe over you the breath of restoration. Amen? The breath of restoration. Israel was destroyed. It was only bones. Only bones. But after the breath of restoration... They become a powerful arm again, servants of the Lord. And look what the Bible says in Psalm 71, verse 20 and 21. It says, Though you have made me see troubles, many and bitter, you, God, will restore my life again. From the depths of the earth, you will again bring me up. You will increase my honor and comfort me once more. Amen. Amen. I was like that before. I've seen many troubles in my life. <laughs> I served a lot. You know my story. In one time of my life, I, I start to think, it's not the word to, to have dreams again. It's not the word to have joy again. It's not worthy. It's done. It's finished. <laughs> Now I will leave what God has for me and like the life presents to me. I will leave that and that's fine. Yeah? Many days of my life, like waking up for what? What reason? No reason. Why I need to go out from my bed? That is better. <laughs> because that I have no problem to solve. That I have no feelings to deal. That I have no pain. Just sleep. It's better. I was like this valley full of bones. No perspective, no dreams. Probably you saw me here in the church many times smiling. But at home, no. <laughs> no. I was totally different there. And some guys, they know because they were close to me there. Many times crying, many times, I don't know why is happening to me. Why me, God? Why me? And until now, I had no answer. <laughs> and I give up to ask. 
<laughs> I just accept it. Yes? And we go. But one day God he told me that I was not dead. I was not dead. And I could have dreams again. I could be restored again. I could restart my life. It was another opportunity from God to live a new life again. And God presented me. God gave me a nice gift. My wife, my kids. <laughs> he restored me again. I was alone. I was almost dead. And I think I, I entered in a little bit in depression. A little bit. <laughs> Just taste a little bit. Praise God he took me out <laughs> before we start. No perspective. No dreams anymore. Sometimes, now you can know. <laughs> Sometimes I was preaching here. Yes? And I felt God's presence so powerful. Powerful in me. But when I entered my house, I didn't know what was happening with me. Just start crying, crying. If for a man is not good, cry. People tell that, yeah, but don't believe, don't believe that. <laughs> you can cry, yeah, man. You can cry. <laughs> Before this situation in my life, I almost never cried. Almost never cried. I was like a tough man, you know. But after that, man. I'm like a baby, like a baby, crying all the time. And I discovered that it's good. <laughs> Cry is good. <laughs> Especially when you are in the valley full of bones. Especially when you are empty. And when you have no meaning more to live. You just want to survive. Let's survive. Let the life do the, the job. Yes? The life will do the job and I follow the life. But God, He doesn't have it for you. He doesn't want it for you. When God looked at that valley full of bones, He decided to give life again. And probably if you are in this valley today, <laughs> if you are there, full of bones, empty, no more perspective, no more meaning, no more dreams, no more plan to your life, God is breathing on you. The breath of restoration. So believe in that. He has a new life for you. Amen. He has a new life for you. Believe not in me. Believe in the Bible. <laughs> he has restoration for your life. Amen? Amen? Another breath of God. The breath of capacity. The breath of capacity. Look what the Bible says in John chapter 20, from the verse 19 to 23. I like this passage. On the evening of that first day of the week, just to let you know, okay, Jesus, he died. He resurrected on the third day. He appeared to some uh, women, yes. And now we are here, the first day of the week. When the disciples were together without Jesus, because for them... Jesus was dead. With the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders. The disciples, they were fearing the Jewish. Jesus came with no doors open. Jesus just appeared. <laughs> and he stood among them and Jesus said, peace be with you. After Jesus said this, he showed them his hands. 
and sight. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. And now again Jesus said, now, peace be with you. <laughs> As the Father has sent me, I am sent you. And with that, what Jesus did here? With that, he, he breathed. He breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Wow. <laughs> Maybe you, you gave no attention before to this passage because we, sometimes we read quickly. Yes, <laughs> the Bible. <laughs> That's the reason we need to meditate, to spend time in God's presence. Jesus, he died on the third day he resurrected, and he appeared to his disciples. And the disciples, the Bible says, they were afraid of what would happen to them because the Jewish killed Jesus, yes? They, they took Jesus and killed them. They were the next because they were followers of Jesus Christ. So they were afraid. And also because Jesus was supposed to be dead, they were faithful Jews would kill them as well. But Jesus appears to them and says, Peace be with you. They were scared. They were afraid. They were hidden themselves. And the first thing a scared person needs is peace. <laughs> When you are in some huge trouble, a big problem, you don't know how to solve that. You don't know how to get out from this situation. All that you need is some kind of peace. And Jesus, he looked at the disciples and he says, peace be with you. I give peace to you right now. Do you need peace? <laughs> Sometimes a quiet, a quiet place can give you peace. Sometimes when you are alone, you can have a little peace, yes? When you travel, when you rest a little bit from one day that you work very hard, yes, you can sleep. It's just one kind of peace. But the peace that Jesus was offering to the disciples, it's totally different. It's a peace that the world cannot give to you. Money cannot give this kind of peace. Friends, family, no. And Jesus said, I give to you my peace. And today, if you are afraid of something that you are living, you are afraid about tomorrow, you are afraid of about some situation in your family, Jesus says to you, peace be with you. Amen? Peace that the world cannot give, I give to you. And after that, Jesus breathed them. Literally, okay? Jesus breathed over them. And he said, receive the Holy Spirit. Wow, receive the Holy Spirit. We know that when Adam was formed, created by God, he was a living dead there, yes, just there. God came and breathed. And the Bible says that God gave him the Spirit through the breath, yes? And one meaning for breath, that's a word in, in, in Hebrew, word like it's rock. It's a meaning of spirit or energy or wind. 
That's the reason we translate to breath. <sighs> Jesus was giving life to them. And Jesus was capacitating them to do a new job. Jesus was capacitating them. He was empowering the disciples to fulfill their destiny, their purpose. And after receiving the breath of empowerment, the Holy Spirit, the disciples could preach. And you know the story in the book of Acts. They could preach, baptize people, face the government, yes, perform miracles in Jesus' name. And they became witnesses of Jesus in Jerusalem, Israel, and all over the world. Until here in Ireland, <laughs> the gospel came to us in your nation. They received the breath of capacity. And today, God wants to breathe over you. He wants to give you the ability to fulfill what He has for you. It's anointing. It's a special gift from God. It's a supernatural power from the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit, the breath of capacity. And God wants to empower you today. Are you available? Amen. <laughs> he wants to fill you up just as he filled up two other guys in Moses' time. And I like this passage also. Moses, he was building the tabernacle that God showed him, yes? And he needed people with abilities, gifts, with woods, you know, like you, <laughs> crafts. And look what happened in Exodus 35, verse 31. And the guy has filled him with the, the God, sorry, and God has filled him with the Spirit of God, with wisdom, understanding, knowledge, with all kinds of skills. God was looking for some person with abilities. And Moses said, I have one here. He is good with a craft, yes, wood, design, this stuff. And God said, bring him to me. Bring here. And God blessed me. And now you are able to have wisdom, understanding, knowledge, and all kinds of skills. God, breath, the Holy Spirit upon that guy. Just to create things, to make things for the tabernacle. And today, are you ready to be filled up with the Holy Spirit? Are you ready? <laughs> are you ready to have visions? Are you ready to have spiritual dreams? Amen? To receive wisdom, understanding, knowledge. All of this come with the breath of capacity. The breath of capacity. So receive today. Jesus, he breathed on them. And that same breath is here today. That's the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and ask the Holy Spirit, come over me. You can tell him. Please, Holy Spirit, the breath of capacity, come over me. Breathe on me this kind of capacity, ability. And the last breath that I'd like to share you, we are finishing. It's written in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 8. Until here, could, uh, could you remember the kind of breath, the first? Breath of life, yes. The second? Restoration, yes. And the third? Breath of capacity. Amen. <laughs> Let's receive it today, amen. The last one says in 2 Thessalonians 
chapter 2, verse 8. And then the lawless one will be revealed, the Antichrist here, whom the Lord Jesus will overthrow with the breath of his mouth and destroy by the splendor of his coming. I like this verse also. <laughs> the breath of victory. The last breath that I want to present to you today, to receive in your life. The breath of victory. Why? Paul, he was telling us about the Antichrist. One day, he will come here on earth, will be revealed. He is the enemy of the church. He is the enemy of heaven, yes? But the Bible says that Jesus will kill him. How? Fighting. Punching him. How? <laughs> with one breath. <laughs> you read now with me. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 8. Just one breath. Look how powerful Jesus is. <laughs> he doesn't need to enter in a battle. He doesn't need to enter in an arena <laughs> just to be there and try. Who is the next? I want to fight someone. <laughs> I want to punch someone. No, no one can be compared with God. No one is, is able to go and say, I want to defeat you, Jesus. No one. The Bible says that the, the most, the most, no, the, the more powerful from evil, yes, the hell, the antichrist, the Satan, the evil, will be destroyed with just one breath. And one breath here means one word from Jesus. He can say something or he can just give a wind <laughs> over them. This is the power of our might saver. Amen? One breath is enough to destroy the enemy. One word that comes from Jesus' mouth is enough to stop the action of the devil against you. Only one word from Jesus is enough. And it will be like this one that day. Satan will be destroyed today. Amen? Just with one word of Jesus' mouth. Amen? So don't be feared. Don't be scared. Don't fear Satan. Don't fear the situation that you are living. You need just one small breath of Jesus. It's enough to give you victory. As the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 43, verse 13, God said, Yes, and from ancient days I am he. No one can deliver out of my hand. When I act, said the Lord, who can reverse it? Who can go against God? No one. No one. So why are you afraid? <laughs> Don't be afraid. <laughs> God is here. He's breathing on you. He's preparing a way of victory to you. And He can defeat your enemies. Amen? He's red here. He's red. And today I'd like to have a time with you just to finish. Now we have just a few minutes. A time of worship. A time of prayer. And it's a time that you will call God to your life. Okay? And I mean praying that you can experience God's presence right now. Experience His supernatural way. You can experience this wind over you. 
Because we understood today that God, He can give us the breath of life. Receive life. How are you? Are you alive? Think about that. Do you have dreams planned for tomorrow, for one year? Are you thinking about your marriage? Are you thinking about your kids? What they will be in 10 years, in five years? What are you planting as a seed on their lives right now? Or you are just saying, no, the life will take care of them. Don't do that. Give to them the breath of life. Amen? Not more living dead, <laughs> but people full of the Holy Spirit. The breath of life, the breath of restoration. Get out from the valley today. Get out from the valley. It's not your place. It's not where you should be. God calls you to go and climb up the mountains. <laughs> There is your place. The mount of the Lord where he speaks. When you can listen to Him, when you can feel God's presence, receive the breath of restoration. Amen? Amen? And also, God wants to use you here in this church, here in Monahantau, to His kingdom. And for that happen, God, He wants to breathe on you the breath of capacity, the Holy Spirit. No more fear to be used by God. No more. He wants to use you. Your story. But you can, say, you can tell to me, Paul, you don't know my story. It's awful. <laughs> you don't know what I was in the past. Doesn't matter. <laughs> God knows. And because you are like that, God brought you here to change you. Because he likes challenge. <laughs> And no one can destroy God. No challenge is big enough for God. Look to your life. <laughs> Look to my life. <laughs> God can restore you again. So receive the breath of restoration. Amen? Amen? And also receive the breath of victory. Away in the wilderness, as we sang here before. He's a way maker, yes? He's preparing a way of victory for you. A way that you win more from his presence upon you. You receive more peace. The peace that the world cannot give to you. Amen? I'd like to... Invite the worship team here to be here. Let's stand up. We have just this time of worship and we finished. And be ready to, to taste God's presence right now. Holy Spirit. <laughs> the breath of life is the Holy Spirit upon us. The breath of of life. Come upon us right now, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Blessed be your name, Father. Blessed be your name, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. You can, you can close your eyes. Start to speak to God. Be ready to feel His presence right now. A peace that you never experienced before. I believe that now you can receive the peace of Jesus. You can feel His presence, the wind of the Holy Spirit here. There is nothing worthwhile that 
of life you are very welcome here
you said to the disciples when they were afraid when they were scared you said peace be with you I give my peace to you and you breath the breath of capacity over them please come with us come upon us right now give us the peace that we need Jesus we cannot fight more alone we cannot hold these battles it's too much for us we need the breath of capacity right now upon us Jesus sometimes we have no meaning we forgot our dreams Sometimes we have no plans to leave. Sometimes we are tired, weak. But today we believe that you can breathe on us. The breath of life. Give us a new meaning, a new purpose, a new plan to live. New dreams upon us. If there is someone here, Jesus, that he is, she is in the valley full of bones, empty. They are tired, they are almost dead. We ask right now, bring the breath of restoration. Breath of repair some things. Breath of healing. Breath of restoration, renew us. In Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Bring your will upon us. Bless your church, bless each family here. I ask you, your peace can come to them and to their homes during the whole week. Be with them. Be with them. Show your mercy. Show your love. Fill each one of us with your joy. With your love. With happiness. With faithfulness. With self-control. Bring the fruit of the Holy Spirit upon us. No more alone. No more far from you. No more dead. But life. Life. Life from you, Jesus. Life from you. 
a new perspective of life because of your breath. Hallelujah, Jesus. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. Come Hallelujah, receive this life over you, receive restoration, receive capacity, Amen. receive the victory of Jesus Christ upon you, in Jesus' name. May the Lord bless you, may the Lord keep you, make the Lord His face shine upon you always, and you'll be protected by Him, and you feel His presence from now on until forever. And this week you have a blessed time with God and with His breath, the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, Jesus. Hallelujah. God bless you. Have a nice week in Jesus' name. Yes. And we wait for you Sunday again. Amen.